Good morning. My faith story is a love story. I grew up feeling loved and believing in a loving God, thanks in large part to my devoutly Catholic mother and paternal grandmother. I came to St. Columba's by way of the Mother's Group in September 2001 with our two small boys and felt an immediate sense of loving acceptance as if I was home. In those early years, we were under the radar, just regular Sunday members, first in the Great Hall and then in the nave. This was the place where I wanted Will and Alex to grow up. I envisioned them in the Right 13 program and participating in SCAP. I didn't take all this love for granted, but I had no idea how much I would need it. Advent and Christmas 2008 mark a turning point in my life, where I separate the before from the after. It was this time nine years ago when we learned that Will, then 12 years old, had a mass in his chest that was diagnosed as stage four lymphoblastic lymphoma. Will died the Sunday after Easter in April 2009, about four months after his diagnosis and on the day of what would have been his Rite 13 service. My heart is broken. There's a Will-sized hole in my life now. But love has smoothed out some of the rough edges and filled some of the empty space. During Will's illness and long hospitalization, love came pouring in from family, friends, neighbors, and the people of St. Columbus. We were surrounded by constant caring, and so many needs were met through acts of kindness and generosity. There were practical items like meals, visits from clergy and church staff, cards and gifts. At one point, I remember Will asked us, why are all these people being so nice to me? Why are they doing all these things for us? As I explained to him and Alex, this is what you do when something bad happens to someone in your community. This is how you show you care. In my before life, when I heard the expression, held up in prayer, I hadn't given it much thought. Now I know what it means. During Will's illness, there were times when I literally felt held up. Not as if I was falling and people were supporting me from behind, but as if I was being pushed closer to God by the hands of so many. The number of people who were praying for Will and for us grew by the week and I lost track of the degrees of separation. I felt their love holding us up and keeping me connected to my family and the God I knew was still with me. I experience a bit of this feeling still and it's comforting on the hard days. After Will's funeral, I knew I had a very real and immediate choice to make. Stay open to love or shut down. If I spent my time asking why, I suspected I would become angry and resentful. There will be no answer to that question in my lifetime. Instead, I have tried to focus on what now, not always successfully, in the hope that I can stay connected to my family and friends 
and be open to all the love that is still around me. I don't think my reaction was unique. I just needed to find a way to make meaning out of my experience. Will was kind and generous, but he went about things quietly and gently. To me, he epitomizes Wordsworth's lines from Tintern Abbey. That best portion of a good man's life, his little, nameless, unremembered acts of kindness and of love. I wanted to find something to do that would complement my strengths, but be consistent with Will's way of living. I found that something in 2011 through Stephen Ministry, St. Columba's Lay Pastoral Caregiving Program. Six years later, I am still part of this powerful worldwide ministry that has allowed me to grow emotionally and spiritually by being a caring presence to others so no one has to suffer alone. I've made connections and new friendships with my fellow Stephen ministers at St. Columba's, people I may not have known otherwise. Mostly, I hope that I have been a source of comfort for others in our parish as so many of you were to my family when we needed it. Care receiving means being open to having another person in your life at your most vulnerable times and fragile places. Caregiving means being with the other person wherever they are, vulnerable and fragile. The bridge is love. God's grace allows this miracle of human connection but we have to be open to the process. My son let this happen every day of his illness. While it was obvious that Will was a receiver of care from many, especially as his illness progressed, I was witness to him as a giver of care as well. He thanked everyone who left his room, even after painful or humiliating medical treatments. He considered others' feelings, even while in pain or discomfort. He made connections with nurses, doctors, and other hospital staff, even when he was desperate to go home. So, with his example as my guide, I have moved forward in this new life I didn't plan for and still don't want, trying to be open to ordinary love, to both receiving and giving care. It's a choice I have to make every day. Thanks in no small measure to the care and support from this place, I choose love. <laughs>